Everyone, welcome to the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm Jordan. I'm joined today by my very good friends, Justin and Ryan. What's up, fellas? How we doing? How we doing? What's up, buddy? Guys, it has been too long since I've been able to talk to you guys. We all got a, I'll say a well, very well-deserved break following uh, Memorial Day weekend. I know we had a lot of things. We got to relax, got to go and do a lot of things and got to spend some time with family and um, and now we're back in full force and I couldn't be happier. Full force and loaded. It feels really good that we got to, uh, kind of unwind for a minute, but also we got to get some impromptu time together as well. So yeah. it's a, it's a big combination of a lot of things that, that really came together, uh, out of the blue. Yeah. And you know, like I said, it was well-deserved. We, I think it was kind of surprising and we're going to, go through and the purpose of today's episode is to take you take all you listeners through our memorial day weekend extravaganza that was for 2022 uh we you know we were busier than even i imagined as far as trying to just generate the content that we were doing and we were trying a lot of new things uh as well and I was super, super happy and super excited. Um, I know you guys were too, and we just had so much going on that it really was like, it was just crazy, crazy busy. And uh, yeah, that the following week, it was, it was nice just to be able to take a step back and just relax a little bit. Um, and, and, you know, just put everything back in perspective and I, but I couldn't be more excited to just kind of like step on the throttle again. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pleased with the results that we're seeing from our, uh, our work that we did while we were down there um, because all three of us put in some efforts on the social media presence and putting a lot of stuff out there for our viewers and listeners. So uh, very, very happy with the, uh, the feedback and the, uh, what the analytic reports are showing. Yeah. Very, very happy. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, this was one of the first trips, like since we really kind of got together and, and started really trying to push ourselves to, to get more out of, of, of these trips as far as what we bring to the socials. Um, yeah. But what's funny is I never felt obliged to do it. I was enjoying doing it the entire time. Yeah. Right, I was having right. fun getting these things and seeing everybody kind of throwing everything in the pot together. And yeah. we were just kind of feeding off each other's energy. It was. It was like, oh, he just got this. Let me go and uh, let me go grab this now. Let me go grab this shot. Let me go grab this video. Like, what else, What can I do to take this to the next level? Yeah, we're all just you know? y'all's back other. to back. Yeah, yeah, y'all's back to back live videos when you were tossing it from the park to Fort <laughs> Wilderness and back. Like that was cool as yeah. hell to me. I yeah. love that. I, I wish I could have done more, but like the signal was so saturated at Animal Kingdom that day. Oh, it was yeah. busy, and uh, whether I was on Wi-Fi or just cellular signal. Uh, man, it, it was, it was crowded. Like the, the, there was some traffic. Yeah. It can always get iffy there, no matter what you're trying to do on a phone. Right. Like it doesn't matter. It's, it's always very iffy on how, if you're, if you're trying to record anything or go onto any type of internet access. So, um, but speaking of all those socials, um, that'll lead us right into some of our housekeeping. So we are on, uh, socials like Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, uh, just to name a few. Um, you can find us on all those at Off the Monorails. Um, and be sure to 
follow us there um, on whichever platform you prefer. Uh, we've got content going to all of those platforms uh, in one form or another. Uh, we've got a YouTube uh, short series going right now uh, to teach you the basics of the My Disney Experience app uh, called On Track. And so just uh, help you learn and guide you through uh, the, Disney, the My Disney Experience app. So um, go check that out for sure. We also are dropping just random videos as, as we experience things at the parks or at the resorts. Um, so be sure to check that out. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter as we um, try to use that as our news outlet for any breaking uh, Disney news yep. uh, sort of deal. So, And we got merch for sale. Yeah. So um, that leads me to my next topic, actually. Thanks, Justin. Um, so um, if you'd like to support the show in any way, uh, you can do so uh, in a few different ways. Um, as uh, as Justin mentioned, we do have merchandise for sale now. Uh, you can go check that out on offthemonorails.com. Uh, so go check out our website. Uh, of course, as always, you can listen to the episodes there. You can read our blog post there. But now you can also shop some uh, shop some our, our yeah, OTM wear, baby. Yeah, you can go. You can represent the OTM brand um, as you walk around Disney or walk around your grocery store. You know, so uh, we've got a few different hats up there right now. We got a new shirt on there, and uh, we've we're working on a few different designs right now. Uh, so be on the lookout for those real soon. Um, because I'm super excited about some of the things we're coming up with. Um, but uh, Ryan got the opportunity to rock the new uh, new shirt that we uh, that is released and available for sale right now. Uh, that shirt is appropriately titled "It's Just Money." No caption needed. <laughs> if you've ever been to yeah, if you've ever been to Disney, um, you just you know it's it's just yep. money. It's just money. Um, so, uh, if you also would like to support the show, another way you can do so is by buying us a coffee. Uh, we mentioned that previously before, um, in some of our other episodes, but just click the support button, um, either on the website, uh, or in the episode description. And by buying us a coffee, you help, uh, support us and our ability to go to Disney, uh, bring you different content. And again, just to continue to operate, uh, and bring you, um, Bring you a show so all the content that you need yes and you, that you deserve frankly absolutely so with uh all that housekeeping out of the way yeah, let's push that gonna, to the side now yeah uh so this is gonna be a loaded episode um just to to kick things off here um to preface it uh we're gonna do this episode in two parts uh so this will be part one um and we're gonna do this in a very like in a timeline fashion uh and cover uh, Justin and Ryan's uh, adventure uh, to Disney um, during the uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, that was. Um, and then um, on part two, um, which will come out next week, um, will be my recounts of our weekend there. Uh, so, and we've got some shared experiences there too. So uh, let's go ahead and dive in, guys. I'll let you guys take it away and. Um, Let's just go from the beginning. All right. I'll uh I'll kick us off here. So uh we we did the early check-in like we always do. Uh so we can go straight to our room. Um however, we uh we decided to have the idea to see if there was any adjoining rooms, uh, which they offer at Pop Century. That's where we were staying, my family and Ryan's family. So uh we went up to the concierge desk and uh 
frankly just asked them, hey, is this available? Is this an option available to us? Being that it was Memorial Day weekend, we weren't expecting anything because of the crowds. But uh, we got lucky. And uh, I was able to move my room close to Ryan's. And uh, we got adjoined rooms together. But uh, we got that all squared away. The concierge desk, they did a phenomenal job. And it was actually a fairly quick transaction to get that all squared away. Um, so it extended our wait time to get into our rooms a little bit more, which we were fine with. Uh, this is where we uh, threw up a lot of stuff on Instagram saying that we're here, we're back. Uh, we were by the pools, getting drinks, swimming, you name it. We were having an absolute ball with our family at the pool. Music was pumping, drinks were cold. The relaxation was just top tier. And we were uh, smashing kids in trivia at the pool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? So, Justin, what day was this? Was this on Thursday? Uh, I believe this. Yeah, we were down to Thursday. Yes. No, it was Wednesday. We went down Wednesday. This Wednesday. Wednesday. Jordan yeah, you're right. Thursday. Wednesday. Yeah. That's correct. That's awesome. So it's Wednesday. You're checked in. You're vibing by the pool. And well, we ended up going back in once we were uh, getting close to our rooms, getting ready. And Ryan uh, spotted something at the, uh, the concierge desk that kind of caught his attention. And uh, some pin boards and some uh, some fun things to do around the Skyliner and around the Pop Century Resort. And uh, we ended up doing a little bit of pin trading while Ooh. waiting for our rooms to get ready. And uh, that was a load of fun. Uh, you know, his kids got to, they, they love pen trading to begin with. But uh, for myself, I saw some things that was pretty cool. And uh, me and Ryan both ended up buying the Father's Day Magic Band, which, by the way, Darth <laughs> Vader, W. But um, it was it was cool because I saw these, you know, set of pens. I was like, man, that's cool if, you know, you're looking for this set and you could complete your uh, collection. Well, as I go to leave, the the cast member says, "Hey, take these," and she handed me all four pins. Wow! Gave them to me, and I was like, "You didn't have to do that. Why are you doing that?" She's like, "Have fun, add them to your collection." And I was like, "Wow!" So I ended up going in there and I bought my son a lanyard because I wasn't going to walk out of there and let them just give me four pins for nothing. Right? You know, I had to show my appreciation somehow. So I went in there and I bought. That's why I bought the uh, Father's Day Magic Band and my son's little gifts. So uh, we, I mean, we started it off right. Pool, you know, pool time with the family, drinks, trivia, absolutely schooling some kids, <laughs> did some pen trading. And this is all before we even checked into our room. Yeah. Yeah. And see, like, uh, in the same note, that same cast member, uh, Olivia, I, I was buying the magic bands cause I bought me and Justin, the, uh, the, the magic bands uh, for, with Darth Vader on them. But uh, Olivia saw a pen on the board, at the gift shop at pop century that she liked. And, um, we were still waiting on our room to get ready. So I didn't bring my backpack or nothing out of the car yet, but she saw a pin that she liked on the pin board. And the lady said, tell you what, I'll set it aside. Uh, you know, I told her, I said, I'll go to the car and get my backpack and we'll, we'll get one of her pins to trade. She goes, well, I'll go ahead and put it in the drawer at the counter. So nobody else gets it. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we go to walk off. And then she says, matter of fact, just go ahead and take it. So <laughs> Olivia got a free pin also. And then we still ended up going and getting the backpack and trading three or four more pins after the fact. And you um, need to go to the pin trading board at Pop Century. Yeah, they, they gave like. Justin like half of the entire set for the, like literally uh, bed knobs and broomsticks uh, oh, ribbon yeah. pins. It was really Jeez. cool. 
your hidden Mickey pins. That's all. We actually, not to get into into my stuff yet, but um, we experienced some of that cast member magic several several times while we were down there, and it was like it was just crazy. Like it just kept happening. I was like, yeah, this is this is amazing. Like we've had things happen here and there, right? Like I had like a birthday button on one time, and I was getting breakfast, and so like they gave me a free breakfast from the quick service. You know, say, hey, happy birthday. So I had like that happen or like got a free popcorn, something like that. Right. Um, But man, yeah, it's like it just kept it just kept happening over the course of this Memorial Day weekend. Um, So, yeah, and I'll get into that later in my stuff. But um, but yeah, it was just it's crazy that that was happening for you guys, too. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting, too. Justin had quite a um, encounter with the lady that was running the cash register whenever he uh, was buying Jacob's lanyard. So you want to you want to weigh in on that, Justin? Yeah. So uh, if you were paying attention on uh, Instagram, you knew that uh, me and Ryan were decked out in our off the monorails uh, ball caps. Well, she spotted that while we were checking out and uh, was asking about it. You know, she was curious got to talking with her and uh come to find out her husband is actually a operator of the monorail and uh she told me a little you know small story and she wanted our information and she's apparently a, a new listener i hope welcome. so if you're listening to this you know who we're talking about so thank you for that interaction welcome to the otm po- uh, squad but uh hopefully uh we can get in contact and your husband can hop on here and share some stories like uh with what our buddy Gil did. Yeah. You never know what will happen, but we gained a new listener from just, just (laughs) buying stuff at Bob century. So that was pretty cool. Can I drive them on a rail? Right. (laughs) Can I just, can I just push the lever forward? Come on. Can I I hawk it? Something. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is all before our check-ins. I mean, the Disney magic was just flowing. Oh, it was so good. It's got to put you like it just automatically puts you like you're already in vacation mode. Right. And you're already jacked up because of it. And stuff like that just like puts you over the edge. Right. You're just like, oh, even even more like, let's, yeah, let's absolutely. Go. Well, it did get more magical because uh, we had a dinner reservation that evening at Boma. Another <laughs> one of those last minute magic things that just it just happened. <laughs> And uh, we shared some experiences on the uh, the interwebs about that experience as well with the uh, the slow uh, slow motion rotisserie video yes. that Ryan oh, just magically put together. The, the, once you <laughs> smell that place, you just don't forget it. You know, yeah. Number one, walking in Animal Kingdom Lodge and just getting the smell that that permeates that yes. lobby, and then you you make your way down the elevator. And you just that 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 you just smell smoked meats. Now this was so your mom was with you, and your and Ryan, your wife and the girls. This was their first time to Boma, right? Yes, it was all their first time. Yeah, everybody that was with me and Ryan was there for their first time. All right, so they and was it their first time being at Animal Kingdom Lodge as well? Yes, yeah, for the best part, yeah, and. uh, Basically, it was a precursor for us 
to, to <laughs> see what Animal Kingdom Lodge was about because I had a two-part stay for this weekend. I had three days of Pop Century, and I also had three days from a DVC rental that I got back in December uh, mm-hmm. for everyone for Christmas. So everybody got a little bit of a kiss of, of what Animal Kingdom Lodge was to bring for us. Yeah. And I thought that was a pretty cool little precursor. Yeah. So I'm I'm a just imagine that uh they had zero complaints about Bulma. Oh heavens no. <laughs> Other than they Dude, left too no, full. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah how, how did the kids take it too? Oh, the kids loved it. Yeah. They loved it. And aside from the, you know, like the the tendies and the mac and cheese and you know the the kids offerings. Mm-hmm. They loved the chicken. They loved the ribs. They loved the, um, my oldest one liked the corn, uh, was it the corn pudding? Yes. The sweet corn pudding. She loved that stuff. Um, loved the black eyed peas. Uh, well, and then you got all the dessert spread too. Yes. I'll say this. That was the most I've ever seen Braylon eat at Disney. Like she put down some, some chow. Yeah, the little one she got. Yeah, she got one plate and she was asleep. So we had to put her in the shower and let her <laughs> let her sleep off that coma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all actually, so you, you sent me the picture, but you were like right next to our table that we sat at for the first time. Yeah, we yes. Guys there. We were literally three feet like, from the table. It's like full circle. The fates, right there, man. It's it. awesome. It was awesome. All right, so you went to Bulma. Food track. Yeah. Yep, food track. <laughs> food track. Um, you went to Bulma, had a great time, as one should do at Bulma. Uh, what happened next? Uh, did a little shopping at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge and uh, some visiting around the uh, the resort. Uh, got to show a lot of the resort uh, from, you know, what – when we experienced it with mm-hmm. you, you know, when we all stayed there, we knew some uh, sight lines that the family would enjoy, and they absolutely did. Took them down by the morrow, uh, let them experience all the pools, and it was just a, a a good time. We did a little bit of shopping, like I said, uh, picked up some pins that uh, just happened to be there. You know how it is with us. So, uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then we got on the bus and headed over to the Magic Kingdom for the evening. Yeah, there was um, actually there's a couple of blanks I want to fill in here to set this up because we had park reservations for Animal Kingdom initially that day. Right. And when we got to the resort and our rooms weren't quite ready, and like Justin was saying, we made good time of, you know, not being able to get to our rooms yet. We went to the pool, went to the gift shops, traded some pins, just kind of got the resort time, you know, and that's always a pro tip. If your room's not ready, you still have access to the resort. You're already there. Yep. Make sure you have you a change of clothes. Go get in the pool and, and you know, lay poolside for a little bit for a couple of hours instead of, you know, walking around, looking at your phone, panicking, wondering when your room's going to be ready. You just, yep. you make, you make good time of that. But, um, yeah, you're on vacation, man. Enjoy exactly. It. And, um, we opted not to even worry about going to Animal Kingdom because of just the crunch time for the afternoon and, the kids were enjoying the pool and so were we. So we all agreed, you know, let's just uh, hang out at the pool. But we wanted to go to Magic Kingdom that night. Uh, so what we did was we got on the bus after uh, after we initially got out of the pool and <laughs> got to our rooms, got changed real quick. Yep, you know where we're headed now. Yep, we, <laughs> we hopped a bus to Animal Kingdom, walked in. Scan into the turnstiles and turn around, walk right back out. So we could literally scan and you turned out. (laughs) 
just so we could go to Animal Kingdom that night. So we went to Animal Kingdom. So scanned, can you explain? Can you explain to the audience why you did that? Because if you want to park hop, you have to initially scan to where you were your reservation originated from that day in order to get your park hopper um, uh, opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have that initial park scan. So what we did was we went ahead and just got dressed for dinner, jumped the bus to animal kingdom. And then from animal kingdom, jumped on the bus to animal kingdom lodge. Sure. little hop away. Yeah. It's super, super quick bus. Yep. And, um, Ate dinner, walked around Animal Kingdom Lodge for a little bit, and then we hopped a bus to Magic Kingdom from Animal Kingdom Lodge. And let me tell you, in the short amount of time that we were at Animal or uh, at Magic Kingdom, we did quite a bit because we did the Haunted Mansion. We did It's a Small World, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. I know I took uh, some photo shots in front of the castle after the fireworks had went off. Yeah, and... since we got off, it's a small world. Uh, the finale for Enchantment was happening, and then we uh, we went over to Fantasyland, or yeah, it was a storybook circus. Storybook circus, yeah. And we uh, rode Dumbo. Well, y'all rode Dumbo. I went to uh, Pete's Silly Sideshow and charged my phone and hung out with a couple of the kids that didn't want to ride. Mm-hmm. I think y'all rode Dumbo and Barnstormer, and then mm-hmm. we collectively rode the People Mover as a whole. Wow! Group. And that's another yeah. pro tip, though. Uh, if you want to hit some rides and find a quick way to get some rides out of the way, while everybody else is at at the front of the castle watching fireworks go bang, <laughs> go ride seven rides in an though. hour. Yeah. That's actually one of the coolest things is actually to be on the rides and see the yes. fireworks going off yes. as you're on the rides. Like, I don't see why people don't do that more. Like, that's more entertaining to me than just standing still, like with your neck craned up. Yeah. You know, to, but. I've yet to see the fireworks from the people mover. That's going to be that's a bucket list item for me. Yeah, that's, that's top tier. Mine, mine's the I want to time it from from Splash Mountain. Oh my oh, gosh! Dude. So yeah. Like I want to be at the top and be floating up there, and when the finale going is going off, off. yes, oh. yeah, yeah, it'd yeah. be good. Don't get no better than that. Yeah, but uh, I did want to document the crowd size. Yeah, uh, I wanted to Memorial ask Day because weekend. we're going, we're we're leading into holiday weekend. I'd imagine. It, I was shocked. It was actually kind of low from what I was expecting. It wasn't as elbow to elbow as I was expecting going down. I I agree. So it it was actually quite nice. I mean, it sounded like y'all got through a lot of things at Magic Kingdom, which is, you know, usually the busiest park, right? So it's, it sounded like you got through a lot. Yeah, we really did. And that's why I wanted to document it because it was, it was not nowhere near as crowded as what I initially thought it was going to be. So it stood out enough for me to document it. What time? What time do you think you got to the park, and what time do you think you left the park? Uh, our dinner reservation was around what a quarter after five, so I think it was around seven thirty, eight o'clock ish. Yeah, that when we got right. into Magic Kingdom, uh, and we and they, they had 
uh, Magic Kingdom open later that day, so I think we okay. were there till ten ish. No, 11. we wanted to leave. We were there. Was it eleven? Yeah. Right. We waited until the fireworks got done, and then the crowds left while we were still doing like people mover and stuff. Yeah. Got it. Uh, so we didn't have the initial burst of crowds, but I yeah. mean, we were there for you know three hours roughly maximum, and we crossed off quite a bit. Yeah, that was. I mean, that's quite a lot to do in three hours. So yeah, the, yeah, it's, it seems like you got you kind of nailed exactly the time sought to go in. Yeah. And and the crazy part was we never felt rushed. Like we stopped and shopped right. in the Emporium, uh, got some popcorn. Like it, it wasn't like we just ran through the gates of the park, like mad people. Yeah. We, we just made our loop and it was just the timing. Love it. That's awesome. All right. So you left magic kingdom, you go back to pop century, you get you some shut eye, Wake yes, up! Sir. It's Thursday morning. What y'all doing? Epcot. Yes. <laughs> so, let's start out first. We we ate a, everything pop uh, for breakfast. It's so uh, nice, service, right? Correct, correct. It was so nice not seeing the plexiglass Ooh, up yeah, and the, the lines. Yeah. It was so nice to see it all back to normal. I'm I'm so thankful to see that because. It's, it's a completely different atmosphere from what you know during the COVID time. Yeah, just go up and grab uh, your tray and get you a plate of waffles, some eggs. Just start loading it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is, you're seeing people enjoying their morning. You can see the smiles on people's faces. The kids are amped up. They're ready to go. They're not like mice, you know, following the leader. You know, <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's what it felt like. Yeah. like I've, yeah. I've gone during COVID. I've gone during normal times. It's so much better during normal times. But had a fantastic breakfast. Uh, caught the Skyliner to Epcot. What a beautiful morning it was. Sun was shine, blue skies, uh, decently warm, probably around 75, 80 degrees at this point. So uh, we were hopping, skipping, and jumping all the way to Epcot. So uh, then we go to scan into Epcot. And Ryan, a little something magical happened for you. Yes, sir. That uh, that flower and garden magic band, it does what it does at those turnstiles. Uh, yeah. It, it, it may seem so insignificant and, and so, you know, just not that big of a deal to other people. But the fact that they go through the trouble of creating special effects for, for most limited edition magic bands is just so damn cool to me. Yeah, and it's really what got me roped into to getting Magic Bands that are limited edition. Um, I have the 2019 Flower and Garden Magic Band, and it's uh, like a seed packet theme, so it kind of has that old stamped writing on it, and it has a lot of vegetables on it, and it has Gardener Mickey and Gardener uh, Goofy on it. And when you scan into the turnstile, the ring turns orange, and then it sounds like someone chomping a raw carrot and little bites of the orange ring come out as the chomp sounds happen. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we actually, we have it on YouTube. We have it on TikTok. Uh, I believe it's also in a reel on Instagram and it actually was well received by the masses. Uh, I'll be damned if that thing got 3000 views in three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the heck is going on? We know what people want. <laughs> so, yeah, that was awesome. But it, 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 it Everybody was ready for Epcot. Um, I know it was Justin's oh, yeah. first park visit in quite some time, and especially for one of the most highly anticipated festivals that they offer. 
um, we were ready to get in there and, and, and try some things. So uh, we get in the we get in the uh, international gateway, and uh, immediately Justin thinks of an idea for a video. Uh, so we we pull that off. It's also on Instagram. Just uh, us walking in, turning the hats backwards, and getting ready to go get festival beers. Yes, sir. Just ready to put in a day's work. Yep, big energy. <laughs> I love it. Now, I have in my notes after Ryan's Magic Band stuff, the crowd size again. The crowds were not there at Epcot. This is literally the morning of. No, I'm sorry. I think this is the day before uh, Guardians of the Galaxy releases uh, or becomes available to the public. Yeah. Yes. Dude, there was there was so much room. <laughs> like, I was like, are we for real right now? But uh, we ended up making the trek from International Gateway to Soren. Uh, my son was all about Soren. He's always about Soren. So we had to go to Soren first. I'm about Soren. Oh. And that was such a vibe because our entire family has never done that all together. And we literally took up an entire row and we got so lucky with getting literally the best seats in the house. Concourse B row one. Nice. And Justin, you remember whenever we were still in line and we were coming down the ramp where they're fixing the place <laughs> yes. you in a concourse. And I was like, dude, I, I will literally step aside and wait for concourse B row one. And then the right. lady asked us how many and we tell them, uh, five, and she's like, "Uh, all right, go to B." And nobody was at B. I was like, "Oh my god, we got it! It's happening!" <laughs> and I literally got dead center of the ride. Like my seat was yeah. dead center of the whole ride. I was like, "Oh Man. yes!" And the scents were freshly packed because, oh, man, god. they were strong. Just leave me in. F- I-, I want soaring to break down while I'm in Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit there for 45 minutes. I don't care. (laughs) He's basking in the ambience. Yeah, just let me be able to drink some water, and I'll sit right there happily as can be. God. (laughs) Man. Can can I just say, though, like, the amount of flowers they had there this year? Dude, it was amazing. So many colors. We got, got so many good pictures. I'm looking through mine right now, and just, like, looking over the monorail loop and stuff. My goodness, like it's just so yeah. vibrant. Yeah, that was one thing I did notice, uh, especially this year. I mean, it's always a beautiful time for Flower and Garden, um, but it this year does seem like it's more vibrant. It know? was like they were they were they were ready for this one. Like they couldn't wait for this one. They were like, "Man, we're gonna step it up." That's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but our whole time in the the land pavilion and then going over to uh, oh. Imagination, that whole area to me was just on it that weekend. I don't know what it was. It was just a good sense of energy. I remember getting off of Soaring, uh, getting back up with the rest of our group, and we all went to the popcorn stand right in front of Imagination, and we got Skyliner buckets. So huge W's. Where's my yeah, I kind of, I kind of want to touch on this because you had a certain popcorn bucket on your hip that attracted quite a bit of attention. <laughs> I had, I had the flex going. Um, people were actually <laughs> shocked that I brought them into the park, um, but I didn't buy them for a damn shelf ornament. He's yeah. holding my delicious buttery kernels. 
You want to you want to reveal who we're talking about here? None none other than our our favorite goofy dragon Figment, uh, the highly sought after popcorn bucket that was all the craze during the Festival of the Arts, and I have Jordan to thank for that, for sticking it out and getting myself a bucket. So, uh, very very big shout out to Jordan for doing <laughs> such a solid guy thing. And before we started recording tonight, I actually gave Jordan a four one one on this, and I I'm not even kidding. Every other person would turn their head and be like, "He's got the figment popcorn bucket." Like <laughs> actually, every other person, I actually a few, few people. Um, there was a kid that approached me at Hollywood Studios saying, uh, "Sir, uh, can I buy your bucket?" I said, "You damn sure can for five hundred dollars." And then he just stares at me, and I was like. I'm being for real. And then I was like, <laughs> go tell your dad. I'm here. Everything's for sale for the right price. I'm a businessman. <laughs> and that was the end of that conversation. I don't think he had $500. But uh, I love my figment. Uh, I I wouldn't sell him. I'm looking at him now. He's on top of my computer. I wouldn't sell you, buddy. I promise. <laughs> so... After we left that uh, that area, we rode Nemo with, as a family, and that was fun. Uh, but after we left this area and got our popcorn buckets, uh, we headed over and we wanted to enjoy some festival foods and festival beers. Hell yeah. Uh, the first stop we went to was the Honey Bistro. <sighs> and it smacked. <laughs> it smacked hard. Uh, the beer flight, there was one beer in particular I wasn't very fond of. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, but the other two were pretty good to me. Oh, you're you're talking uh, about citrus blossom. Oh, was it citrus blossom? Not citrus blossom. Yeah, you're right. I, I yeah, citrus blossom had the one. beer flight. Okay, so I, I stand corrected. Uh, I forget which beer it was. I didn't like it. Had the floral kind of note to it. You um, didn't like the, if I remember correctly, the wicked weed orange peel ale, which I thought was my yeah. favorite. Yeah, I didn't really mm. like that one. Uh, the other two were fine. Uh. But then uh, the Honey Bistro, Ryan decided to splurge and uh, grab a couple things that we all took some nibbles off of. My goodness. Uh, please elaborate, Ryan. Yeah, the uh, the chicken and honey mustard flatbread, I got that, as yeah. well as the um, the spoon bread, the, the sweet corn jalapeno spoon bread. Um, mm-hmm. The flatbread was incredible. I mean, it... It did taste amazing. Yeah, it was, it was just like a... Uh, your your signature, you know, just flatbread uh, with like a white sauce, and then it had the grilled chicken with uh, some cheese on it. I believe it was like a, it was mozzarella and some Gruyere, if I remember correctly. And then it, it had, had like a, a dried tomato. Yeah, there was there was sun dried tomato slices on there, and uh, they drizzled it with a um, signature honey mustard sauce, and then it was garnished with like some lemongrass. Uh, it was really good. Um, yeah. but the, the, the jalapeno corn spoon bread was unbelievable, ridiculous. And mm. it was drizzled with a honey butter and it had a slice Dude, that of that honey butter. Top. Dude, that honey butter was ridiculous. Yeah. There was Seriously. one side of the spoon bread that got like a lot of the butter accumulation on it. And me and Justin both kind of went half seas on that section. And it was like a, it, me away. it was a drier kind of cornbread texture, but it had whole kernels of corn inside of it. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'm not one that likes spicy stuff, so I was kind of like 
tentative on having this with the jalapenos in there. Let me just tell you that there's no spice to this. There's no heat. Like yeah. this thing was straight up honey butter. And then uh, <laughs> it was so good. I paired both of those with a, a honey wine. That was really good. And everybody yes, got to try that. That honey wine was amazing. It was really good. Um, But I do believe. What, what, which beer do you remember liking the best from citrus blossom? Was it the, the orange cream ale that I, that I was telling y'all about? I think it was the cream ale. Yeah. yeah. So good. It did taste good. Yeah, that one um, does. That one sounds so good. I, I Justin got and, the uh, flight, and I got the full size of just that <laughs> one beer. Yeah, smashed it. <laughs> but uh, I also chased down some maple popcorn from the Canada uh, area. Uh, yeah. Had to get that. It was amazing. Uh, and then Ryan got his signature poutine uh, drop, so uh, we got to enjoy some poutine as well. Yeah, fantastic. Cannot complain with those offerings, but uh, Mm -hmm. at this time, the kids were getting too hot, complaining about the sun and sweating, and then we said, you know what? What do y'all think about some more pool time? And this is around midday, you know, so we knew that we were going to be meeting up for dinner later with you guys. We were expecting y'all, so we had some time to kill, so we we went back to Pop Century on the Skyliner and uh, did some more pool time and some shopping after that. Then, uh, you know, did some more trivia stuff, uh, more shopping, like I said. Then we met up at Three Bridges for dinner at Coronado Springs. My first visit. <laughs> this is where Coronado. things got interesting. Yeah. yeah my... This is where the evening picked up. Yeah. Uh, I had never been to Coronado before. I had always driven by it. So I was very excited to get another resort visit under my belt because I've visited quite a few resorts now. Uh, there's still a few I need to get to, and uh, we're working on that. But, um, man, I'm I'm blown away at the elegance of that lobby in the tower. Yeah, they did a really good job with Grand Casino Tower. I mean, I got to, I visited um, Coronado before I stayed at Coronado before the tower existed. Um, they had just started construction, um, and you know it was. I mentioned this previously, but on a, on on another episode, but it was a completely different resort than what it is now with that tower uh, being there. And yeah, just the inside and the design and it's, they did a really, really good job with that. I, I agree. Uh, Cause I was around, around that same time frame as you uh, going to Disney. And I remember Grand Destino being created. Yeah. Uh, but I never stayed there before Grand Destino was created. Um, but I do, I, I, I have this in my notes and I wanted to mention this. Okay. When we pulled up at Coronado, the parking guard, yeah. like when you get there, he had a terrible way of explaining where we had to park. So like, we were just guessing where we could park yeah, and just praying we didn't get towed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it so, bad. so Coronado is essentially like you pull in and like a lot of the resorts, you can go left or right, and then they have gate accesses for people that are staying there to you know scan your magic band in and or your key card, and then you can go and park at whatever building your room is actually in. Um, but if you're just there for for a meal or what have you, um, they have like this general parking lot that's you drive forward, and then the general parking lot is on each side. 
And it's also kind of where the bus loop is too for the resort. So yeah, I could see where it would be confusing because like once you get to that guard stand, it's like I can go straight, but then all it does is lead you to a roundabout that you then come right back to where you were. Um, (laughs) So it's like you, unless you, if, if you, you have to know to turn right or left to go park in one of those auxiliary lots. Yeah. So, and we ended up parking where I ended up uh, parking whenever I've stayed there previously, uh, where I would park to just go in and check in at the desk, mm-hmm. uh, right there on the right hand side. Yep of the uh, of the bus loop. Yep. that's where we ended up parking, and then yep. we walked the rest of the way up. But it was very confusing. It was notable, you know, to to mention that because it was it was an experience. Let me tell you. Yeah. So just to kind of keep things in timeline perspective, um, so. Uh, just a little bit about what we were doing at this kind of at the same time, right? The same junction. So we were staying, my family and I were staying at, um, at Coronado Springs for just that one night for Thursday night, uh, before we checked into, uh, Fort Wilderness for the rest of the weekend. And so, um, we were staying there and we had talked about this previously before we got down there of, Hey, let's try to get some dinner with everybody. And realizing that three bridges, uh, is where we wanted to try to go. Um, they are only a walk-up place. It's a bar and grill. It's technically a lounge, basically. So right. they don't take reservations. There's a, no reservations to be made on the on the app or online. It's walk-up, first-come, first-serve. They got a pretty good amount of seating, um, but it, it's still like it's first-come, first-serve. And, right. it and it can definitely get busy. Mm-hmm. Um, also considering that when you combine both of our traveling parties – it was going to be a party of 16 that was <laughs> eating that night. Um, that's a lot of people to try to accommodate. Um, so we got there at Coronado around, um, around two thirty um, or so. Um, and so uh, I know three bridges opens at four 30. They're from open from four 30 to midnight. And so I was like, I'm going to just go over to three bridges. Uh, I know they're not open yet. But I know people will start to be getting there and and start getting things prepped and ready uh, for opening uh, the restaurant that evening. So I just went over there basically as soon as I could. Uh, as soon as we got got to our room and, and everything, I went straight there. And I was able to flag, flag a guy down that was working at Three Bridges and say, hey, listen, I know you don't take reservations. Uh, I have a party of 16. Uh, some of us are staying here. Other people. Uh, others are staying at another resort and are coming to meet us here for dinner. Um, is there anything you can do to try to accommodate us? And um, so he grabbed his tablet and he basically just registered us as if we were uh, like on a walk-up list and uh, gave us a, an approximate wait time uh, based on the time that I gave them as the approximate time that we would all be there ready to eat. So um, he made it work. He made it happen. Um, and so we kind of got that slotted in and they actually called me. I put down five thirty for us to, to be there. And they actually called me closer to five and like, Hey, you know, just FYI, you don't have to wait for your, for your five thirty time slot. Like we're, we're ready to have you at any time. So you just feel free to come on over. Um, so, we eventually did that and we got there just a little bit, um, a little bit before, uh, before the rest of you guys got there. Uh, but we were also in, in order to make this happen too, right? Because the resorts, you can't just drive to a resort and park at a resort. Right. So, um, what I, in, in order to get, in order to get Justin and Ryan's group into Coronado, um, I called our, 
uh, front desk at Coronado Springs and just let them know that, hey, we have a party. They're coming to join us for dinner tonight. Um, so they just need short-term parking. Um, they're staying at another resort at Pop Century. Um, so they basically just got my my name, um, my room number, and then asked for their last name um, so that they could just give the information to the security guard at the gate. Um, so that's basically how we accomplished them being able to drive over and just park at Coronado for a little bit to have dinner. Yeah. And, yeah. So in, 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 light that, good. in light of that, it made our entry to Coronado uh, very, very seamless. Very. Uh, I gave the security guard your room number, my last name, and said, come on and have a good night. That's pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We, I was hoping it would be like that smooth. We tried this once before. Um, uh, last year, actually, um, we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, my parents were staying at a different place, and um, and they wanted we wanted them to come have dinner with us. We were staying in a in a one bedroom villa, um, and so we had a full full dining room table and stuff. So, uh, like, hey, come on over have have dinner with us over here. Uh, so we got some Sonata to go, and we did the same process. We just called the desk gave them the information and they were able to just drive right to the security gate and gave the information and they let them right on through and park for the evening to come have dinner with us. So there's just a little bit of, that's a little bit of a tip there. Um, you know, if you're trying to navigate Disney and try and go and visit other people staying at Disney, it's not guaranteed. I'm not going to tell you it's a guaranteed right. thing, um, but it's just, you play your cards, you ask and see what happens. Um, but I'm super, super happy that we were able to able to make this thing happen. Absolutely. And the meal itself was fantastic. That was my first time eating there. I know this was Ryan's family's first time eating there. Um, not for you though, Jordan. Um, yeah. and it was, a it was, there was a good offering and it was very delicious. Uh, cannot complain. The prices were fair, uh, yeah. for being on property. So can't complain. The view we had, Oh, just amazing. Oh man, yeah. it was gorgeous. It was just something about like being in, being in the middle of that water, right? And just like this, we were there, right? Like five thirty ish. It's going down to the evening, so the sun's starting to make its way down slowly in the summer. But um, it is, man, it's just gorgeous. I share, I put a few shots of it on on Instagram too. It was just, it was a gorgeous evening. We definitely got the golden hour vibe. It was, yeah, definitely. it was fantastic. What did you, uh, what did you guys have? I pulled up the menu. Um, do you what'd y'all get what'd you guys get to eat? I had the coconut oh. curry chicken with rice. Oh man. And what did good. I have? It was I don't you, remember. Did you get the steak frites like I did Justin? Yeah, the steak frites. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. was very delicious. So good, man. The chimichurri sauce on theirs was set it off. I love that one. Um they had that smoked paprika fries underneath it. Oh man, amazing. Yeah. We very, got some of those. Um we got some they have so like three bridges, if you haven't been there, they have all these kind of like shareable items and things like that. And um it we got the guacamole, we got the roasted corn dip. Oh, the roasted um, corn dip. I, I ate a whole I, serving of that myself. Yeah, I was about to say I think Ryan ate the whole thing by himself. Um it, yeah, it it was just they have so many really, really good things. Um a lot of freshness, right? Like everything was just like yeah, super fresh and super flavorful. Um, they have, uh, they have plenty of drinks to choose from too. Um, 
you know, I, I know that um, like my mom was enjoying the sangria flight, which is what they one of the things that they specialize in there. Um, they do all house made sangrias there. They also do like a sangria uh, class there. You can sign up for, and I don't know how much it is, but they basically walk you through the uh, quote unquote art of a sangria. So oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah. you can, they got they have a lot of good options. Just it's just a really good place to relax and chill. And I've been able to be there, been there a few times. Um, and it was just, yeah, I was like, I knew, I was like, all right, we're staying here for one night. I'm bringing my parents there cause they will, they'll absolutely love it. Um, and then, you know, I was like, you guys are here. Like we're going to make this happen because this place deserves to, to be right. So. And, and another special moment I want to make sure we document on, uh, for all of us, uh, our grandfather got to join us on this uh, dinner yes. and, and be on this trip. And uh, that was, that was fun seeing him at Disney for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. It's like almost himself. 30 years. He said, and, uh, and he got to enjoy a lot of, of family time yeah. somewhere other than just, you know, visiting each other's houses. So yeah. uh, that was cool to see him and get a lot of pictures. We actually got a family photo in Grand Destino tower. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. That was, I'm glad that you got that done, Jordan, because that was that's a memory that we'll have forever. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was just a good time. You know, like we we just got to have a good sit back and relax and enjoy each other's company. You know, with the whole you know a lot of the family to get together, and then afterwards, right, we just stroll along the bridges and along the waterway and go check out some more of the of of you know Coronado uh, for everyone that hadn't been there. You know, and dipped to the dipped to the market you know and it just uh it was a really cool evening it was one of those evenings that i i wish i had more of yes yeah absolutely and then uh you know once we wound up the evening we all went back to our rooms got us some shut eye uh because uh ryan and i our families had a uh day planned at hollywood studios the following morning yeah so go ahead let's jump into your next day so uh we uh we I think we had uh did we have breakfast at everything pop again or did we just chill that morning? No, I think that morning that morning we just um we ate a quick breakfast in the room because uh, we got to Hollywood Studios a little right. bit earlier than what we did at Epcot. Because right. it was y'all's last day. Y'all were going home that afternoon. So I think we, we went ahead and just got to the park and made the most of the day. And, um, that's right. Hollywood studios didn't disappoint. I mean, it was, it was pretty busy no. that day, but I'd seen it busier. Um, right. We, we hop off the Skyliner and get in there. Um, right away, Daisy and Donald are, are overlooking the uh, crossroads of the world. Yeah. Um, so we, we got to take that in for a second, let the kids get a quick wave to them. And we made our way in, um, and we had a different approach this time. We we knocked out a lot of the shows when we first got there um, because all the show times were just opening up. So we really hit them chronologically as they were opening. Um, we I don't know what just what was the first show we did? Was it the Beauty and the Beast show? So first thing we did, we got in line and got uh, pictures with Pluto. That's right at the uh, the right there by the Disney Junior Dance Studio. Right, and then as we were there in line with Pluto and finishing up with pictures there, five minute, you know, basically last call to get in for the Disney Junior Dance Party. 
uh, was happening. So, did you go and dance your ass off? Yes, I did. Dude, I'm telling you right now, we went in there. This is my first time, my son's first time, my mom's first time. Oh, really? You've never been in there? Never done it. Oh, okay. When I tell you I had an enjoyable time and my son had yeah. a great time, I'm telling you, that was cool. My my son loved seeing Mickey Racer. Yeah. Or Racer Mickey, I should say. Yeah. Uh, that was cool because you don't ever see that, you know, just out in the open. Right. Like, that was cool. Uh, and the songs they played, my gosh. Dude, just epic. Um, it was really, really cool. And then as we left that, another stage show was uh, getting ready to pop off. And Ryan alluded to it just a little bit ago. It just reopened. Uh, they just started uh, performing again. Mm-hmm. And that's the Beauty and the Beast stage show over by Fantasmic. And another first for me. And yeah, I've never done that either. I've never done I, it. Dude, I was impressed. I was very impressed. Uh, you got to do it. Next time you're in oh, Hollywood yeah. Studios, go do that show. I promise you, you will be singing, clapping. And, like the 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 performers were so good. Like they were very very good with the choreography, the emotional input that they put into their performance was yeah. amazing. Um, I know I looked down the line, all of us were singing. You know, as, as the songs were coming along. It was just such a vibe. And like seeing the crowd going crazy at the end, standing ovations, like that was, man, yeah. you can't beat that. And at the end, they played the Beauty and the Beast rendition by Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson. So I was feeling it. <laughs> I was feeling it, my man. Oh, man. Uh, but once that show ended, uh, we made our way over to Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy at the end of uh, Sunset Showcase. Okay. Yeah. So we yes, made sir. our way back there. Uh got to enjoy that, you know, that little silly antics. Yeah. Um, love I love that show. that show. Uh my youngest daughter, she's a cars fanatic. She actually was like digging around in her backpack and found her Lightning McQueen die cast and was holding it the entire show and just holding <laughs> it up and showing everybody. Oh man, it was so good. It was I just such a good it. vibe. Yeah, that's awesome. And then afterwards, pictures with the big 95 and the... Uh, oh, the you have to. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. to. You didn't go to Hollywood Studios if you didn't. <laughs> you didn't do that. <laughs> and then as we left there, we started getting the itch for some lunch and some drinks. So uh, Ryan's wife, uh, Brianna, and our mom went and got some drinks. And I say drinks like that on purpose because <laughs> that's what we'd be doing, drinks. <laughs> But me and Ryan went and took the kids to uh, Fairfax Fair. Okay, yeah. And got some, got hot some dogs. lunch. Yeah. Dude, I was impressed. Those you, hot you, dogs were good. Yeah, they are. They're pretty good. Yep. And filling. Yeah. Yeah, I smashed one. Last time we were at Hollywood Studios, actually, we were walking back to go to the uh, Lightning McQueen uh, Race Academy. And I was like, man, I am, I am starving. And we were like, it was like perfectly timed. I was like, you know what? No one's, no one's there in line at Fairfax. I'm, I'm grabbing a hot dog real quick, like just, and I just threw down. I think it was like three bites and gone. So yeah. So I honestly, the out, prices weren't bad. I figured out a pro fatty tip for the hot dog. Okay. Oh. So I didn't, I didn't get a hot dog. Uh, all three kids got one, and I knew that somehow they wouldn't collectively all eat all of their hot dogs. So I just do what most dads do and clean up hit. Um, so I just, me and the wife, we split a pretzel and we both got a cocktail. 
Um, I don't know what the hell she got, but um, it was some cherry limeade thing. But I opted to get the Blackberry Moonshine that they had at the little stand Ooh. just beside Ooh, yeah. Fairfax, <clears throat> yeah. Fairfax Fair. And um, I let her try mine. She's like, oh, well, I like your drink better than mine. And I was like, oh, well, that's code word for a well, Ryan lost his drink. Yep. So <laughs> I drank the rest of whatever she had, and then she enjoyed my drink. But we shared a pretzel. And uh, if you ever get the pretzels, you do realize that, like, the cheese sauce they give you, there's usually a bit left over after the pretzel. So oh, I put not. the pretzel cheese sauce on yes, the hot dog did. like a fat ass. <laughs> so good. Oh, <laughs> Only thing that would have made it better oh. if I would have gotten the pretzel dog to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been yeah. next level. Dang. So now we have to go back and try that option. <laughs> Roger that. Yeah. That'll get some beer cheese from uh baseline and bring it over there and pour oh, it on shut it. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, see now now we're thinking next level. Come on. Food track. <laughs> Food track. <laughs> um we actually got a more good, to come on that. Yeah. We got a good Disney photo pass opportunity uh going down Sunset Boulevard after we left Fairfax Fair. We, um, we really did. Justin took advantage of having the photo pass, and we got a good family photo in front of Tower of Terror. It was really nice, and the photos turned out great. Yeah, they did. Very, very happy with how those turned out. Now we have you know that memory to live by. So, if you have that option available, take advantage of it every chance you get, uh, because it is a pretty penny if you have to pay for it out of pocket. So, uh, if I remember right, it's like two hundred dollars for the entire trip. Uh, to to get all your photo pass, which that is a that is don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Some people uh, don't have the option. I'll follow you around and take pictures for twenty bucks for the day. <laughs> right. But here's a little pro tip and I'm gonna throw this in here. Go to Disney Springs to the co-op and they can print out uh photo pass pictures there for like twenty five bucks for four of them, I think. Something oh. like that. You get two or three, four, something like that of the shots that you've taken over your trip and you can get them uh for 25 bucks and yep. they have an annual pass discount on that too so there's a pro tip i found that out uh when i was a silver pass holder but now i have photo pass so i'm trying to take advantage of it it uh, is nice it is nice it when is. you have a pass with it yeah. and and the photographers they are underrated because man can they catch some shots quickly yeah. And they turn out nice. And they know how to place you and they know how to take care yeah. of the family dynamic and get everyone where they need to be. Yeah. And and they turn out phenomenal. So if you have the ability to you know take advantage of that option, 100% do so because the photographers do a phenomenal job and it's a memory you'll have for the rest of your years. But um after we did the uh, the photo pass opportunity, <clears throat> our party kind of split up for a, a brief moment. Yeah, uh, we wanted to take the big kids to go ride Star Tours, and um, our mom and my wife Brianna and my youngest daughter, she's too small to ride Star Tours, and my wife gets motion sick, so they went and rode uh, a ride that doesn't give you motion sickness, which is Toy Story Mania. I don't know how that makes sense because that thing throws you around, <laughs> right? But they went and played uh, Toy Story Mania, and we took the big kids and we got in line for Star Tours and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that experience. Dude, um, the kids just fails. love that. They got actually, some new. Uh, they've got some new scenes coming to Star Tours. I, I, the rumor is that Mandalorian might be showing up. Ooh, in Star Tours. Maybe some Boba Fett too? Yeah. Question mark. 
Well, see, Justin, that's the rumor. Justin and I got to experience a part of the queue we'd never been into before. We actually got to go into the overflow yeah. area. Okay. Um, kind of further. Dude, into it was the packed. It was like a, area. what, 40 minute wait? It, well, it was posted as a 40 minute wait. We waited probably 20. It wasn't yeah, long at all. Probably like 25. But the yeah. overflow area goes into more of a deeper indoor theme. Like you see some of the Ewok, uh, like oh. the, the bridges and stuff, and yeah. some of the structure. It was really and it's cool. And it's shade. Yes, it's shaded. So that was really neat. Yeah. But um, we get done with, with our respective rides and group back up. And we decide, uh, you know, that by this time it was probably close to noon, maybe one o'clock. And they had to get on the road around 3.30, I think. So we got all together and got in line for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which you have to do. I mean, you, so you can't not go to Hollywood Studios and, and not ride that ride. So right. it was posted for what, like a 50 minute wait, Justin, 50 or 60 minute wait. It was something like that. We, yeah. I mean, we probably waited 35 minutes, maybe tops. Yeah. And, um, you know, went, went through that whole experience. It never disappoints. That's probably what, you know, one of my favorite rides at Hollywood studios and Dude, re- seriously, really more so because when we went back in February of last year, that was yeah. the first ride that I had rode at Disney as an adult. So every time I see the Chinese theater, I just instantly flash back to like getting to Hollywood studios. Cause in 2021, that was my first time walking into Hollywood studios since 97, 98 when it was still MGM studios. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of replaced that whole emotion of, of getting there with you guys and getting this all kicked off. So that, that ride holds a, holds a pretty sweet spot in my heart. Absolutely. And I, I would be remiss if I did not mention this uh, or let it go by without mentioning uh, when Ryan's wife, Brianna, uh, was on Toy Story Mania, she is damn proud that she got the highest score of the week. Car. Of the week. Oh, oh, I, week. I apologize. Oh, uh, my so goodness. Absolutely I smashed I it. I know I haven't told her personally, but congratulations, Brianna. That's an achievement. Yeah. She got the weekly high score. Absolutely smashed it. So want to congratulate Brianna on her high score there for the week. Uh, but at this point, this is where uh, myself, my mom, and my son, Jacob, uh, make our departure. Boo. Yeah, unfortunately. I had to tune into Instagram and watch all you guys have some fun <laughs> while I was at work. Uh, but, uh, but here's But here's where Ryan and Jordan's story take off all right so uh yeah like justin says we we unfortunately have to part ways leaving hollywood studios um and another big bummer to add to that was we couldn't ride the skyliner back due to inclement weather right we had to catch a bus back to pop century um very upsetting usually a skyliner ride back to the resort before a trip home it's kind of like the icing on the cake and it, it gives you a little something to cheer you up you know as you're thinking to yourself, son of a bitch, I got to go back to reality. <laughs> right. But, um, didn't get the opportunity to ride the Skyliner back. Um, so we get back to Pop Century. We say our goodbyes to them. I mean, I had to send with a heavy heart because I kind of felt guilty that, you know, my car was packed up. They Their car was packed up. They have to drive, you know, two and a half, three hours north to get home. And my ass is driving 15 minutes down Buena Vista to go check into Animal Kingdom Lodge. <laughs> um, but... Again, uh, we knew we had more trips coming up, so it was a bittersweet. Uh, we just yeah. got to talk about the things that we anticipate to do at Fort Wilderness next weekend. Right. 
and I, I wanted to build on this before uh, we get into this part. Uh, going back to the you know Skyliner being down, it was really weird because with the Skyliner being down, you, the normal bus directories, you know, you you just go there, find where you're staying mm-hmm. at, go to the you know a, wherever you're supposed to go. For all of the Skyliner resorts, none of them were listed on the bus directory. <laughs> none of them. <laughs> And it caused a lot of confusion. There ended up being a crowd of people just wandering around trying to figure out where the hell am I supposed to go? And that that was us, it me. But <laughs> uh but if anybody from Disney hears this podcast, and I, I want this to be on our blogs too, they need to re somehow update the bus directory boards for this kind of emergency because had it had been storming at that point you want to know how pissed people would have been (laughs) yeah so there was literally no no direction of where pop century riviera all the skyliner resorts Mm -hmm. there's no directory for where those guests go Mm -hmm. for where their buses are but however thanks to a cast member hearing us out they ended up telling us the very last row has all the Skyliner ones. And sure <laughs> enough, as soon as we got to the very last row of it, sure enough, there they are, one right after the other. So it's like uh, the late 30s, if I remember right, Ryan, for the bus stops. It was 39 so, and 40. Okay. So that was for Pop Century and uh, Art of Animation. Yes. So if you find yourself in that situation, go to the furthest bus loop down the line, and it will be there. Good enough. Yeah, so at this point, um, Justin and his group, they they head home. We make our way over to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, by this time, it was already like 3, 3.30. So I got confirmation that my room was ready. So we knew right then and there, okay, we can go ahead and just, just go do the thing. No delays. Yeah. So we, we pull up to Animal Kingdom Lodge, pull up under the unloading area. I have bell services unload our luggage. And they, they take it and do their thing. And I go and park the car. We um we, we head on in, get up to our room. We kind of look around, explore a little bit, and um, show everybody the room because they hadn't never stayed there before. So yeah. we were... What kind of uh, what kind of room did y'all have? We had the, um, the studio. Uh, it was a Savannah View Studio Deluxe. Okay. And, um, and y'all are at Jumbo House? Jumbo House, yes. Okay. And uh, we were at the uh, the far end. Of this, I believe that was Zebra Trail. We are at the most remote end of that wing of the yeah. resort. So we were basically at the end wing of the farthest point that goes out into the savannah, right beside one of the royal suites. Yeah, yeah. The How that resort is like, it's like almost like a horseshoe. Yeah. And yeah, like. I saw you showed me on the map where your where your room was, and it's like right at the very end on the like tip of the savannah. Like, yeah, mine was as, as deep far as you can go you into get. the savannah. Mine was yeah. as far as you could get without having the Cuba Royal Suite. Yeah, and um, awesome. that that room had two different doors in its own hallway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and probably a lot yeah. of other things. But yes. um, we get to the room, and of course, you know. Like I did when we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge back in November, I walked straight to the balcony and just check out the view. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at it on my phone right now. And as soon as we get to the balcony, there's two giraffes, a zebra, and some uh, bontebuck out there, and uh, literally right in front of us. 
Um, there's actually another, some type of deer that was bedded down right below our balcony. We were on the fifth floor. So we had a great perspective of the entire oh, Savannah yeah. area. Um, I actually could catch a glimpse of the tree of life through the backdrop of our Savannah view. That's awesome. W. It, dude, at night when it was lit up, oh my God, yes. you could see it so yes. well. Cause the girls couldn't That's see awesome. it because they didn't know exactly where to look between the trees. But whenever the lights on the tree lit up at night, you could see it plain as day. Uh, no pun intended. But um, yeah, just the, the first the first initial reaction of everybody taking it in because my wife was a little skeptical, being that it was a DVC rental that you know you kind of go in blind on them. <laughs> uh, and your, your your room is kind of by chance on where you're going to be located and what your view is going to have. But yeah. she was thoroughly impressed because um, I got that whole weekend for what it normally costs a uh, one night to stay there. Mm-hmm. So not to get, um, Ryan, not to get too side sidetracked on it, but how was your experience with that whole rental process? Cause I know, you know, I've, I've done it a, a good, a good amount of times now. Um, I know that was your first, was that your first time renting besides like yeah. us renting back in November? Yes. That was my first time personally booking a rental myself. And it was, it was awesome. Like, you know, whenever I clicked to book it back in November, December, um, mm-hmm. You know, you put your request in for because it's not guaranteed right away. You get, you know, it's almost like a bid. But I I put in for it. Uh, I worked on night shift when I booked it. And that next morning, uh, whenever I had gotten home and got a nap and woke up, um, I had already gotten an email that I successfully got the booking. And within an hour or two of getting that email and finalizing some more info, um, I had an agent calling me. And just going over everything and going over their uh, terms and conditions of, you know, their non-cancellation policy and all yeah. that. And they were very helpful because um, some of the info was a little skewed from what uh, from what I submitted online versus what actually was supposed to be said. So okay. she walked me through some of that thing, got past that hiccup, was very helpful, um, very prompt. Uh, it was very seamless. And then, um, you know, within two to three days after that phone call, it was already in my, uh, my Disney experience plans. So, yep. you know, had my confirmation number, everything was legit, uh, really, really makes you feel secure that, uh, it's a legitimate thing right. whenever it yeah. shows up in your right. It's very reassuring. Yeah. It's, one, I'm it's just really good. Impressed. It's a, yeah, it's a really good feeling too, though. Like just to go through the process and like, man, I actually like, got a good deal too, you know, and is able yep. to do stay, you know, you're able to stay at some places that if you were to pay the the rack rate or the cash rate that right. you know, it would be way, you know, the budget would have to be much higher for, yes. and it just allows you to, to do those opportunities. And that's how we approached it as well, which, um, right. you know, we fell in love with that, with the process of it. And yeah, so I'm glad you were, you guys were able to, to do that and to, you know, see it come to fruition. Yeah, yeah, DVC rental, uh, regardless of what website or agency you go through, um, it's a great thing. It's a great way for members not to waste their points and kind of share some of that magic with other people. It's just one more thing to tie the Disney community together because yeah. these DVC owners don't have to do that. And it, it really it is. It's kind of a nonchalant way of them to share some of that magic with people that may not have you know, be in that tax bracket to experience these types of things. Um, so yeah. uh, I, th- I think it's very cool. Um, 
but we also had uh, the in-laws were visiting with us down there again too. They, they booked a room at animal kingdom lodge. So I think we've got them kind of hook, line and sinker now uh, coming with us, <laughs> um, which is cool. Cause I, I love, uh, I love being the tour guide. You know, they, they kind of yeah. rely on me to know where we're going, what we're doing, uh, set up these new adventures we're doing and uh, all of our dining experiences. And I gladly take the reins on that because I enjoy the planning and the build up just as you guys do, which is exactly why we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, sir. So they got down there probably not even an hour or two after we checked in, uh, their room was ready. So they went to their room and we had, uh, a dinner reservation for chef art Smith's, uh, the next day. So we just kind of stayed in the room and enjoyed the resort that night on Friday. Um, we ordered some Chick-fil-A and some Papa John's pizza. Everybody kind of got whatever they wanted. There you go. Um, I'm a Disney Visa card holder, so I have a complimentary Dash Pass. So I took advantage of DoorDash, got everything delivered to the front of the lobby, so I didn't have to leave. But uh, we all stayed up there, ate. Uh, we went and got in the pool for a little bit at Jumbo House. Um, just really got a, a full afternoon of, of enjoying the resort, which is, to me, where you get your money's worth out of a resort stay. Mm-hmm. Make some time Absolutely. for resort time. Especially, especially the deluxe resorts. I mean, yeah. they just have so much to offer. I mean, all these resorts do, but you know, you just get the, some more premium you got amenities, to. You got and, to. Yeah. like that pool and stuff like that. You know, it's yeah. Just, it's yeah. Pretty, yeah. The kids love the water slide at the Jumbo House pool. Yeah. Um, we got to visit both uh, pools. We didn't really get to get in the Kidani pool, but I did get to go over there and look at it. Um, I can't wait to go back so I can enjoy that yes. one. Yes. Um, nice. but the kids love the water slide at the Jumbo House pool. That kept them. I mean, we were in that pool till my fingers were literally transparent. Like they were so pruny. But um, just there was a lot of people there, but there wasn't crowded. If that makes sense, like the people <laughs> were were doing different things. There wasn't a, a accumulation of people doing one thing because they had all the playgrounds open. Uh, Simba's Cub House was open. So there oh, okay. was just a flock of people just doing their thing. And um, it was just a very good experience just to have a, a, a low-key resort nice. day. Yeah, yeah. But those those definitely hit different. Um, but they do. Saturday morning comes around. We had uh, park reservations for Animal Kingdom. And we get in there. We don't, we don't really get up too early. We just uh, we slept in a little. Uh, we got a quick breakfast, got some coffee in us. Cause, uh, we had the, you know, the full size coffee pot. So we, we brewed a whole pot. And I mean, between the wife and I, we, we absolutely crushed that pot of coffee that morning, just looking over the Savannah with that, you know, the sun yes. coming up 50th um, anniversary blend for the win. Oh my gosh. It hits different when you're looking over the Savannah. It does. It really does. And it hits, and it's different when you can brew it in a, you know, regular coffee pot, like in a yes. drip coffee. Pot. Yes. Yeah. But uh, we make our way to Animal Kingdom. Um, we didn't really have a plan. Didn't really, you know, have a hankering to really ride any rides. Right. Um, we wanted to go do the Gorilla Falls Trail. So we did that. Um, very cool. Uh, yep. I got the girls. They are now wilderness explorers. <laughs> yes. We managed to get around and get about seven or eight badges. So that was kind of our awesome. mission that day was to get some yeah. of the wilderness explorer badges. Um Everybody got to ride Collie River Rapids except me and the little one. Uh, we had our own little side quest. 
we were in search of pins. Yes. Yes. So this was a big thing I was ready to look forward to talk about tonight was um, yes. they released uh, the goofy 90th anniversary pins oh. and they had a couple different ones. Some were limited editions, some were limited release. Uh, There's yeah. three different variations and one was actually a pass holder exclusive. So um, I knew Jordan wanted one of these <laughs> pins and I made quick work of it. I actually got the last two that were at animal kingdom that day. I had to wait 20 minutes for them. Nice. Um, uh, my my good friend had to go dig in the back uh, in the inventory, and I got the last two pass holder exclusive uh, Goofy pins, and I'm actually looking at yours now, Jordan, on my desk. Um, and that was just one of the pins that I was looking for. <laughs> we also, uh, Jordan sent us yeah. that the five years of Pandora pin had been released because, of course, uh, the Pandora area of Animal Kingdom is celebrating its fifth year this year. Crazy. Five years have passed, man. But they had two variations of that pen, which was the daytime and the nighttime variations. And, you know, being the man of culture I am, I got one of each for me and Jordan. (laughs) Um, Yes, sir. Thank you. You know, for the brand, you got to do it. So I saw I saw those. I was like, you've got to go find these for me right now. (laughs) So the funny thing was we started out at Collie River Rapids. Everybody else went on the ride. So I had the stroller, my backpack, the kids' backpacks, Brianna's backpack, her stepmom's backpack that had her really expensive camera in it, all of this. And me and Avery, we set out on the mission. So we head back up front to, what is that, Discovery Trading? What is that store? The, yeah. the, main, the main store? Yeah, something like that. Uh, we went there, and I got the Goofy pin there. And then I inquired on the Pandora pin. And he said, those are exclusively at Wind Traders. Yep. Yep. So from there, I went to Pandora, went to Wind Traders. I got these pins. I mean, I, I walked in, seen them, bought them, got out of there. It was quick. Yeah. It was like, Give them to me. yeah, it was Steel Team 6. Um, and then I made another loop all the way back around. So I looped from the, the front of the park to Pandora. And then I took Pandora and went back around the front of the park, back through uh, Dinoland USA and back around past Everest and to Kali River Rapids. And in that meantime, I got a lot of photo opportunities. I even got to meet our good friend, Kevin. Yes. If you allude to our Instagram, I got us a very, very epic selfie. And um, <laughs> Kevin was gracious enough to stop his dancing and bouncing around long enough for me to do so. Um, but we uh we group up with everybody and we go get on the safari. Uh, it was a very rare day for the safari because all of the animals were out. Um, I'm actually looking through some of my videos that I need to post. Um, I actually seen elephants playing in the water together. Whoa, Usually you never okay. see the elephants doing anything, yeah. but they were wrestling and playing in the water hole. It was Damn. very neat. And they were awesome. probably 20, 30 feet from the, the van. Um, it was really neat. We had uh, zebras, giraffes come right up to us. I mean, within 20, 30 feet. Um, it's just, just such a good day. It was a hot day, but the animals were, were, were out and about. They were moving. Um, so we get off of the, the safari and just really don't have nowhere to be. We're just walking around, kind of enjoying the scenery. Uh, we catch a flotilla parade. We got uh, three in a row. Um that yeah, was pretty awesome. sweet. You know, you had one come by with uh, Pocahontas and Nico on it. 
And then another one comes by with our good friend Launchpad and Donald. And I believe Pluto was on it with them. And then the big man himself, Mickey and Minnie, they're on the one catching up the tail. Uh, just just really cool, really cool spectacle. I've never seen the, the three of them come through together. Yeah, um, it's like back to back. Yep. Uh, got that on an Instagram reel and on TikTok. Uh, was very well received from the masses once again. Uh, it's just a, it was a very unique day at Animal Kingdom. It seemed like there's a lot of things that, happening that I normally don't see. Um, yeah. But after all of our walking around, and here we are thinking that, you know, we're probably going to head back to the resort soon. Um, we didn't really want to do too long of a day because we had a night at Disney Springs that night. So we wanted everybody to kind of get back and just chill out and refuel. But we had a little impromptu lunch at Flame Tree Barbecue. As you do. Yep. And and mm. this was a surprise to me because my oldest daughter wanted to ride Everest and nobody else did. They were all wet mm-hmm. from the Collie uh, River Rapids. They were kind of, you know, over it and ready to get, get, go eat some lunch and go back to the <laughs> resort. So I was like, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll ride it. I didn't, you know, I haven't read Everest in a while, and especially since it's freshly refurbished. Let's go see what it's about. I'll take a ride. So, yeah, oh yeah, we took a ride. Um, we probably waited at the upwards of thirty minutes, maybe. Uh, the queue moved so fast; it was it was listed as like a fifty minute wait, but like I said, thirty minutes maximum. Uh, got in there, enjoyed that experience. Uh, funny story: my back was actually hurting really bad that morning, like really bad to where I just <laughs> wasn't going to ride anything, but Everest actually fixed my back. <laughs> Believe it or not. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine, uh, but it fixed my back. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Welcome to your thirties. <laughs> um, but the great thing was as soon as we got off Everest, they had already went to flame tree and gotten the food. So I had a nice uh, smoked chicken lunch waiting on me when I got to the seating area behind Flame Tree. So we had yeah. us a nice little waterfront view and got to enjoy a short uh, Kite Tales show while we ate lunch. Yeah. Uh, mm. Glad we nice. actually caught it because I seen that they're actually about to make some cuts to that show. Yeah. So, um, yep. yep. You know, kind of unfortunate because actually, you know, if it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good show. Uh, I just I like the different because uh, they play several different ones throughout the day. They have different theming and music and characters. Uh, we got to catch the one from the Jungle Book, so I got to see Blue and King oh, Louie yeah. and all their glory. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed me a nice uh, smoked chicken leg quarter with some uh, some baked beans and some coleslaw. Yeah, we, please we tell me a Tusker Lager was involved in this day somewhere. Listen, no, listen, so no, check, listen, listen to, this. to this, Justin. Yeah, Tusker Lager is no longer available at Disney property. Yeah. I found this out the second that I got to Animal Kingdom Lodge because when we went to go walk around, uh, when everybody <laughs> yeah. first got there, uh, I went by Victoria Falls Lounge to get one. And I yeah. went to the counter with, with full confidence, uh, you know, trying to sound like a seasoned veteran. You know, I'll take a Tusker Lager <laughs> draft. And uh, it was like, man, I hate to, to I hate to rain on your parade, but uh, we do not have it anymore. And, uh, I was like, well, you got the Casa beer? He goes, yeah, we got Casa. For, he was like, the Moroccan beer? I said, yeah, the one they have at uh, Dawa Bar in Animal Kingdom. He said, yeah, we got that. He poured me one up, and uh, we make a little small talk, and I just ask him, you know, 
uh, is there like a delay in, in supply or and he says, honestly, he says, I think they quit brewing it in, in, in overall. And I was like, that is so sad, me? man. He was like, I know, man. I was like, dude, that's like a, that's, it has to be a bestseller. There's no way that it's not. That's probably one yeah. of the best beers I've had on Disney property. He was like, yeah. He says, unfortunately we haven't had it in about four months. And, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, I'm getting choked up thinking about it because that's <laughs> Tusker Lagers, man. That's a that's a hell of a beer. Yeah, but um, no, I, I wash mine down with uh, just some some ice water for, with my lunch. Uh, it was so hot that day, I didn't really want to put anything super heavy on my stomach. I, I actually shared a portion of my meal with one of the kids just because you know I needed something to eat, but I didn't want to get full because it it would make me feel sick at that point. It was just so hot and I had walked around so much. I was drenched in sweat, but um, <laughs> on the way out, I got to catch uh, our good uh, avian friend, Kevin, once again, in all, all of her glory because Kevin's a girl, but um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the reggae band that plays at the front of the park uh, before you get to all the shops uh, right across from flame tree, they were in full song and they were playing hot, hot, hot. Um, <laughs> but Kevin was uh, doing, doing her thing right there in front of the band. And uh, I got a nice little clip of that for Instagram reel. And uh, that one, that one skyrocketed across the socials. Um, yeah. I, I think I checked today and there's still people liking it two weeks later. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think it's upwards of like 15,000 views. Um, pretty incredible. But uh, I did yeah. catch a pretty sweet moment to to document that because uh, Kevin is all the craze when it comes to Animal Kingdom. Uh, Absolutely. But uh, we we make our way back to the bus loop and we we uh, you know take our short five minute bus ride back to Jumbo House. Um, some people wanted to go get a quick power nap uh, in a shower. Uh, the kids. Wanted to go get in the pool and chill out for a little bit. So that's what we did. Um, funny story. We get to the room to get changed. And my littlest one, before I could even take my backpack off, was on the balcony butt naked getting her bathing suit that was hanging on the chair <laughs> on the balcony. She was ready. She's our little water bug. But, um, yeah, we head down to the pool at Jumbo House. And we get in the pool for, I don't know, probably an hour and a half. You know, after a long, hot you know, morning in the park, uh, a nice cool dip in the pool and just kind of laying around feeling weightless. That, that really, that really helps hit the reset button for a, Absolutely. a solid evening at Disney Springs. Um, so we, uh, we get back to the room, everybody gets showered up, gets dressed. Uh, we hop a bus to Disney Springs. We had a reservation at Chef Art Smith's, another first for me. And uh, my God, oh, it won't be the last. It is um, amazing. We uh, we got there um, a little early because I had a game plan in mind. Because if you allude back to our reservations episode, uh, we had to make a split reservation that was close together for our yeah. um, rather large party of nine. And right. uh, we did a party of five and a party of four. And they were probably 15 minutes apart on the reservation schedule. So we got to Disney Springs and I split off from the group as soon as we got there, much to the same uh, way Jordan did whenever he went to Three Bridges. So everybody else starts walking around shopping, and I make a beeline to Chef Art Smith's 
to go talk to the hostess and let her know what's up. And I say, Hey, I've got a split party here. Um, we would like to get seated together if possible. Um, I understand that that could cause a pushback on, on wait time. And that is not a big deal because we're shopping and, um, you know, with, with no hesitation, she's like, no, we, uh, I, I believe we can make that work. Um, if you're okay, uh, pushing back the wait time, if necessary, um, that's fine with me. And, um, it actually didn't push back the wait time at all. It turns out. So we got to sit on the screened in porch area, uh, facing the little, uh, water area by that's mm-hmm. facing like sprinkles and the bridge and everything right there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We we got in there at the exact same time as the first reservation should have been, and they got all of us mm. in there at one time together. So uh, once again, as long as you give uh, these cast members time, if you have to make these adjustments, if you if you're prompt and get there at an earlier time where they can have a, a flexibility window to make these adjustments, it's not guaranteed, but they made it happen. As long as we're trying, and um, it was one of those moments where I got on the My Disney Experience app and. I got the the cast member's name and, um, you know, their hometown. And I put in a compliment for them about going above and beyond to make the most of our dining experience. Um, Just like we've already mentioned before, that's the Disney magic. That's just, that's why we never have the issue of paying just that little bit more of the Disney premium because of people like that, just the effort that they provide. Um, But aside from that, let's get to the food. Um, Please, yes. Let's get food tracked for a moment. Man, the food. I uh, I had the shrimp and grits. I, I came in there with full confidence that I was going to get the fried chicken because I'm a <laughs> fried chicken guru. But I seen the shrimp and grits with the uh, <laughs> tasso ham and tomato gravy. There was no turning back. <laughs> so I got the shrimp and grits. Uh, the kiddos they got their tendies and their mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. You know the the cookie cutter kiddo meal. Uh, Brianna got the country fried steak dinner and that damn thing looked like a country fried mud flap. It was huge. <laughs> I had that. Uh, I think it either the first or second time we went there. It is phenomenal. It's so dude, that phenomenal. gravy, that gravy's yes. got a little kick to it. Oh, Nothing man. about that place is bland. It tastes like grandma's cooking. It yes, does. Sir. It is. It's so good. But um, <clears throat> we also paired a, a drink with our um, meal. So we, we, Brianna had the watermelon moonshine. And yeah, that, they, uh, they specialize in moonshines there. Yes. All yes, kinds sir. of different craft moonshines and uh, different moonshine cocktail variants. Uh, and they also offer moonshine flights. Um, mm. But Brianna opted for the, uh, the watermelon moonshine. And it actually had like a big chunk of watermelon on a skewer inside of it's like a, a mule glass almost. Mm-mm-mm. Um, but that thing was good. But me, uh, being the hothead that I am, I decided to get the most high octane drink they had there, which was called <laughs> the blue hooch. And I opted for the large, uh, variation that came in the little squirt sports bottle with the koozie. Yes. So that I get the discounted refill at the moonshine stand out front. I'm just thinking ahead go. here cause I'm a visionary, but, um, yeah, it had the blue flame moonshine in it with, um, so I think some blue curacao and some lemon, uh, flavor. Uh, it was, it was pretty damn good, <laughs> but, uh, 
it was it was high octane. Even with, <laughs> even with the amount of ice they put in that cup, it still burned when I drank it. It was awesome. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was it was an overall fantastic experience there. Uh, great music. They play a lot of like you know '90s country. They kind of give you that mm-hmm. like a you know a country dive bar kind of feel. Uh, and then having that screened in porch area, you kind of feel like you're at grandma's house during the summertime, just having family yep. dinner. Um, such a cool atmosphere. And then of course it was a nice breezy evening in Disney Springs. Uh, not it's a whole lot more you could ask for. Um, so we had a pretty late night there. I think we ended up getting back around 1130 midnight. Um, yeah, you were texting me pictures of your meal. I was like, "Damn, they are late." Yeah, They're like man, I was like, "I, I would, I would do that in a every heartbeat. minute." Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, I would soak every second in I could of being there. Yeah, it it was cool, and uh, we we decided it was time to head back because uh, the next day we were going to check out and uh, make our way back home. Unfortunately, but we had been there for, you know, six days. So we were ready to get back home and kind of get back to the motions of life. But uh, we hopped the bus, get back, get some shut eye. Um, I get woke up the next morning. My wife, actually, she she got a kick out of this. So she got up before I did, which is rare. But um, she made a habit of like just leaving the balcony door open and just having the curtains drawn just so we could have yeah. that in and out option as we yeah, want. Nice. And I don't know what kind of bird this thing was, but it made the most god awful sound. <laughs> and it woke me up out of a dead sleep. And I like jumped out of the bed and it scared me. I didn't know where the hell I was. But she's laughing at me so hard because this bird, it rattled me to my core. So that was that was my farewell from Animal Kingdom Lodge. Just like, hey, get up. <laughs> but uh yeah, we we get all packed up. We have a quick cup of coffee. And just eat a few snacks for the morning. And uh, we get everything down. Uh, we, we get bell services to get all of our stuff and just bring it down there. But we hang out a little longer. Uh, we go check out Kadani Village Pool. Um, I can't wait to get over there and try that. That looks like a spot I can I can lay my fat ass at. Oh, yeah, dude. It is. I've, I've said this before to you guys. It is, pr- I mean, probably next to probably next to uh beach club and like, just like that pool and storm Long Bay being what it is. That could Donnie pool, man, is something special. It is one of my favorite pools on yeah. Disney property. Like it's, it is awesome. But I, I would have to say the, the, that trip overall was one of the more in-depth trips I've had in a while because we didn't spend, but probably uh, one morning and then, you know, an afternoon at a park for that, that span of days. And then like, there was another morning at Epcot that we spent there for a few hours, but um, it was a lot of resort time that we never really get to do because we're, we're so into getting at the parks. Yeah. Um, I got a lot more out of this trip than I normally do. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's going to change the way that I Disney from now on. Truth be told. Yeah. Um, yeah. Less is more. Less is definitely yeah. more. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, yeah. Resorts have a purpose. They do. They do. And we we kind of sh- we shifted that way. Us as a family shifted that way, um, you know, maybe a year or so ago. And 
um it, you know like we haven't turned we haven't turned back like it's we absolutely our time at disney is focused around what we can do at the resorts and then um and you plug in things around that yeah. like the central the central idea of going to disney for us is are the resorts now yeah. right. not the theme parks you find yourself not being frustrated or exhausted Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It gives and, you the break and it gives you that time just to be with your family you and know? have a vacation. Correct. And, and not only that, you pay the premium to stay on property at Disney. So especially if you you know start spending money towards Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, Contemporary, Riviera, yeah. stuff like that, you're starting to you know really beef up your stays. Yeah. You got to take advantage of that while you can, because you could do the parks at any of the resorts, but if you're staying at some of these high dollar, high priced, you know, resorts, nice resorts, make time for them because there is plenty to do there. And especially if you're going, you know, like our, our, what we are to the core, if you're just going as adults, just, you know, with the fellas, with your you know significant other, there is a lot to do. If you're going yeah. with your family, there is a lot to do. You don't need a park ticket to, experience any more than that i agree you can but you don't have to and that's the that's the beauty of some of these resorts that they don't get the recognition they deserve because a lot of people are just so focused on the parks but us going as much as we do as annual pass mm-hmm. holders there's a time for the parks yeah but now there's time for the resorts and we're finding ourselves leaning more and more towards resort time than we are part time was just the beauty of a Disney vacation. You can literally exactly. have whatever vacation you want to have. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So, but in a nutshell, I mean, this was a hell of a trip and this is only the first half of what we have to unpack for this weekend alone. Um, yeah, but very humbled and very privileged to be able to spend time with both of you guys at the same time down there, even if it was just for an Absolutely. afternoon. Uh, you know, Justin and I got to spend three days together down there, which was incredible with our kids and our families and our mom. Um, But these little things like this, that that they mean more than, than anything. Uh, Just that time together and a a time to forget that the world is going on. Yeah. It's just, you're in your own little bubble and it just, it is what it it is, what you make of it. And we make the most of it every time. Yep. Sitting like nothing to me beats being poolside, doing Disney trivia and watching our kids just <laughs> absolutely just rip it. Yeah. Like that's, that's so much fun. Yeah. yeah I agree. That was awesome. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys walking us through your, uh, your trip there for uh, part one of this. Uh, stay tuned again for part two uh, coming up next week uh, as we dive into uh, my side of the story uh, for the rest of the weekend. So um, stay tuned for that. Again, uh, just mentioned to go check us out uh, at Off the Monorails and all the socials on uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, just go check us out there. Follow along so you can uh, see some of the photos and videos and things like that that we've talked about in this episode. Yeah, um, check them out. Again, um, feel free to visit our website, offthemonorails.com. We've got some blog posts going uh, there as well. Um, so you can read and see some more photos and things like that about about things that we did on these trips some dining reviews for things that we ate um so uh go check that out and again if you'd like to support the show you can do so in a couple ways uh you can do so by buying us a coffee 
uh, by clicking the support button um, in the episode description or on the website. Also, you can uh, now shop some OTM merch. Uh, so you've got a couple hat options there. Some shirts will be available too. Uh, so you go check that out. We would appreciate anything uh, that you could do to help support us. Uh, again, guys, thanks for taking us uh, through this. Um, it was hell of a journey, hell of a hell of a week, and um, I'm glad we got, got to do this. So, uh, with that being said, we'll uh, catch you next week for part two. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin, and I'm Ryan. And this is off the monorails. <laughs>